You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, as always, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and the life of this show, Zach Batista. <laughs> Zach, how you doing, my man? I tried to give you a nickname, but I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll take the compliments where I can get them. <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's dark as fuck out right now, even though it's only six o'clock. Ugh, winter, and, huh? Uh, I've been chilling all day, basically. I've been looking forward to recording this. Uh, did some work on the D and D game tomorrow, and uh, I'm pretty nice. good. How about you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm I, I had I had a uh, quite a big lunch that I'm still very full from. Uh, I watched some 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 solid wrestling. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Had a nice a solid morning. Well, let's let's uh let's lift both our spirits here with some good ass wrestling. Yeah, let's let's talk about so let's talk about some wrestling. Uh, who went first last week? Let's see. I believe I did because I had the super long one match that I gave you, and then I had the super short one. I started with the short one. I am also going to start with the short one this week. Then, since oh, it is damn. my turn to go first, I will start with uh, a match from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Ooh. We are going. We are going to look at the match: Zicky Dice versus Gentleman Jervis. Okay. So this match is very short. This match is less than ten minutes long. Wow. Uh, it's it's really it, to, to to preface this. It's really more of a squash match here for Zicky Dice. Uh, this match's purpose was to put over Zicky Dice. I was looking for a Gentleman Jervis match, and I was like, "Ooh, I know these two, so I tried to watch it." But mm. it turned out it was like kind of a squash. But it, it was like uh, it, it wasn't really a squash. Like Jervis got some offense in here and there, you know. Gotcha. Uh. Zicky Dice, they were trying to sell him. They were trying to sell him as like being different than he used to be. How he used to be like outlandish and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this one, he seemed much more vicious and brutal. Oh, poor Jervis. He just wants to be yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zicky was much more uh, on the path of I'm gonna win this match and I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you while I do it. Uh, Classic. Yeah. So. Poor, poor, poor Jervis trying to go for all of his, uh, his spots, you know, stealing Zicky's nose, doing the tickling, stuff like that. But Zicky is not having it, even though, even a little bit. Every time Jervis does something like that, Zicky just destroys him. Mm. Like, Jervis went for a handshake and he did the, ooh, too slow, and he holds his hand up. And yeah. Zicky just punches him in the gut. <laughs> and the ref goes, oh, come on, man. He goes, and Zicky's like, what? He left himself open. <laughs> Even the ref was like, he's just trying to be a, your friend, man. It, dude, it was rough. It was rough to watch. Poor Jervis was getting his ass beat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but 
Jervis Jervis does get a little bit of a burst offense in in uh he hits a big spear uh, and then follows it up with a couple of elbows. Nice, nice. Uh then he goes up to the top rope to hit his bunny hop drop. Mm-hmm. Uh which is basically just the, the coup de gras. Yeah. Uh he goes up to the top rope to do his bunny hop drop. Uh he goes for it, dice rolls out of the way, and on landing, uh Jervis like tweaks his knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is down and hurt and is uh, in a lot of pain. Uh, the oh, ref has to go no. check on him, make sure he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's and he finally gets back to his feet. He's leaning on the ropes, and then Zicky Dice just runs in and kicks his legs out. Oh, what yeah, an asshole. yeah, it was rough. Uh, and then this whole the whole rest of the match, Dice is going after the leg. Uh, really just hammering it in. He he's driving it. He's doing a submission hold. He's driving his elbow right into his quad. He's biting his leg. He's twisting him up like a pretzel. It's just really, really putting the hurt on Jervis's injured leg the rest of this match. Uh, and he ends up winning with an ankle lock because of that. Um. Uh, he, he sets it an ankle lock and just destroys Jervis. Jervis has no choice but to tap out because he's he get, getting his leg worked the whole leg for, for a while now after he hurt <laughs> it really bad. Um, but Zicky's not done after that. After he attacks Jervis, sends him to the outside. Uh, puts his leg on the stairs and then stomps on it. Oh, come on, man! And then, and then after that, he tries to rip off Jervis's mask. Uh, as security rushes Disgusting. out, tr- yeah, security rushes out to try to rip Zicky Dice off of Jervis, and that's where the video ends. Bro, Jervis didn't didn't deserve that. <laughs> no, he absolutely did not. Jervis was just trying to do Jervis things the- and be friends and have a fun wrestling match. And Zicky Dice said, "Nah, I'm gonna mess you up, son." He and absolutely destroyed poor gentleman slaughter. Jervis. Yeah, it was it was sad. It was it was like, oh, oh no, my boy. What have they done to my boy? <laughs> uh, but like I said, Dicky Dice ends up getting the win here. This match is like fine. Like I said, I, I was going in expecting like a gentleman Jervis match, and ended up just being like a all Dicky Dice on this one. Yeah, it was like it was it was a match that put Dicky Dice over, and that was clear. Mm. Um, but it did do that well. I think, I think Jervis, it wasn't a complete squash match. Cause like I said, Jervis got a little bit of offense in, but all in all, this match was all Zicky dice for the, the 10 minutes it was happening. No. Uh, it's a match. It's not, I don't think it's a miss out. It's a very, it's a well done squash match. I think, uh, mm. it really gets Zicky over. It shows Jervis trying to be Jervis and do Jervis things, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it like shows off who Jervis is and it like, it, it definitely, Gets both of these guys' characters off, especially Zicky Dice's new brutal, aggressive uh, style he's going for in this one. Mm. Uh, and it was solid. It was a meh, definitely. Uh, that's That was Zicky Dice versus Gentleman Jervis from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, right. Yeah, so... just a short 10-minute match real quick. Not to kick us off. So both of my matches are... Yeah, they're around both around 10 minutes as well. But uh, boy, are they packed with action. I'm going to start off hot with mine. So, following GCW's Fight Forever event, which, by the way, if you can, watch at least some of it. All the wrestling on there is very good. Free replay on Fight TV. The whole stream, the whole 24-hour stream is Mm -hmm. up there if you want to go check it out. And I remember one of the clips I saw when it was airing and it was on Squared Circle was was Joey Janela lariating someone, and they literally died. Like, they flipped fully inside. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to find who this Huey wrestled. And it turns out he wrestled three people. So I don't know who it was, unfortunately. But one of the opponents he went against was Tony Deppin, who I I was like, all right, you know what? I'm like, sure. If it's Tony Deppin, because I think it's him, I'm like, let's find a match for Tony Deppin. And I decided to go for Tony Deppin going against 
A wrestler that I discovered on this show, God, I would think it was our second episode, Daniel Garcia. Oh, nice. This was uh, Beyond Wrestling. This is the Discovery Gauntlet match. Uh, I think it was in 2019, I believe. I don't know if you caught it, but Tony Deppin did have a uh, another big match at Fight Forever Ooh. with uh, with Jordan yeah. Oliver. That was the uh, one that I heard his name with. Yeah, the Iron Man was, match, right? To- it was a one-hour Iron Man match that ended in a tie, and Jordan Oliver was pissed it ended in a tie, so he challenged him to another hour. Oh, of wrestling. My God. And they went two hours straight. Jesus. <laughs> and ended up being like seven to six in favor of Jordan Oliver, I think, ended up winning. It was Shit. buck wild. I remember me and Ryan were trying to record Hit the Books, and it was on in the background, and we were like, ooh, do you think we could, we could finish recording before this Iron Man match ends? And then it ended <laughs> in a tie, and Ryan was pissed. And then we looked again, and Ryan, I wasn't, I wasn't like paying attention, mm-hmm. and Ryan like looked on Twitter, he was like, Jordan Oliver just challenged Tony Deppin to another hour of wrestling. Jesus. <laughs> so it was just like a two-hour Iron Man match. Absolute madman. It was nuts. I'm about to watch that. It was crazy, dude. All right. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry for the interruption. No, it's fine. It gives it makes it under I mean it makes more sense as to why I was more inclined to pick Deppin, but anywho, the way this match rules is it basically goes that if you win the match, you stay and go to the next week and fight the next person who's going to try to take your spot in the gauntlet match. It's kind of like a running thing. I like this idea for a match, by the way, a lot. I think it's really cool, and it gives a lot of like new people a shot to shine. This was uh, Garcia's third defense of being the current king of the hill here for this, and he's clearly the crowd favorite here because, you know, Tony Deppins is his first one. So... The match starts off, and it is so it's very clear that Deppin does not take Garcia seriously in the slightest. Mm-hmm. He's literally mocking how Garcia's like. That's always a mistake. Oh yeah, he's mocking him. The crowd starts chanting that he has a uh, he has a uh, what is it a uh, he has a taco band aid, uh, which sorry oh a taco sticker which he has on his body which I didn't even notice and. So get to, to put it, paint a picture for you here. He's standing right in front of Garcia, like he's about to t- uh, like t- uh, like uh, get into the grass with him, and he takes the time to walk over to this van and yell at him. No, it's not a sticker; it's a band aid. And Garcia is like, "What the fuck?" So he turns him around. He pushes him like, "What the fuck is this shit? You think I'm not like I'm not worthy of you? Just like you're just gonna turn your back on me like that?" So he pushes him away and yells at Garcia that he's talking to someone. So Garcia pushes him. He walks up to Garcia and just blows a snot rocket right in his face. And then just Ugh, beats the shit yes. out of him as he's wiping the snot off his face. Not COVID stuff, for sure, but... Nope. Hey. Nope, not at all. He wails on Garcia for a bit here, and we then get to this nice sequence where Devin basically plays keep away from Garcia, because Garcia is livid with him right now. And he's mm-hmm. trying to catch him, but he keeps like hopping over him, showing off some good athleticism from him. Until he tries to leapfrog over Garcia, and our Garcia catches him and just power bombs him into the mat. And then immediately tries to put him in a sharpshooter, but Deppin claws his way to the bottom rope. His way to the bottom rope, so you know. He barely escapes that. De Garcia then decides to turn Deppin's chest red by chopping him twice. Fucking sucks, but hey, I loved it. So, uh, there we go. Goes for nice. a powerbomb, but Deppin escapes and delivers a meaty forearm to Garcia's face. He then pops off by kneeing Garcia in the face, knocks him to his knees by kicking one of his legs out, and then lands a drop kick right through him. He then delivers mm-hmm. two running forearms to him, sweeps out his legs, and then meteors him in his face when he gets knocked in the corner. 
Deppin okay. then loudly announces nice. that he's going to go to the top. And as he's getting out of the ring, he's like, oh, hold on, my band-aid's falling off. So he takes it off and hands it to someone in the crowd. Here, which... do you want my taco band-aid? And someone took it, apparently. Blech. Which gets him a you sick fuck chant, which is warranted. Very much. He then goes for a double stomp, misses. And Garcia's able to land a huge drop kick, which sends him literally ha- like he takes it's like a shotgun esque drop kick that sends him flying halfway across the ring into the corner. Like he gets off his feet and flies with us. Jesus. Awesome selling. Oh, the two yeah. then fight for control for a bit until Devin's able to hit a nasty elbow into Garcia's face, which then sets off a massive chain of events here. Alright. So Garcia boots Deppin in the face. Deppin then in the corner hits Garcia with a high knee. Deppin then rolls forward and from the ground, because he's still back first on the ground, Mule kicks him upward and just kicks Garcia right in the jaw. Ooh, he then hits high a... knee, more like high C, am I right? <laughs> Get me some orange lava burst. God, that was that was so bad. I'm sorry to continue. I love Just forget show. forget I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Garcia then lands a massive lariat on Deppin, puts him in a powerbomb position, and yells, If he dies, he dies. Goes to and then turns Deppin inside out with a power bomb. Jesus Garcia Christ! <laughs> chops Deppin continuously until, as he's putting him up onto the top rope, like as he's getting him in the corner, he's like chop, lift up to one rope, chop, put his leg out on one rope, just continuously hitting him in the chest. If he dies, he dies. Yep, <laughs> I Jesus love that. Christ! <laughs> then he hits a superplex on him and immediately tries to roll it into another suplex, but Deppin counters it with a brainbuster. Super kicks Garcia as he sits up in the back of the head, then double stomps him in the chest for a near fall, which popped me and the crowd because I thought for sure he had him there because he went because he, you know, went for it and missed. Mm-hmm. Deppin then just keeps picking Garcia up, slapping him into the face, knocking him to the ground, just talking shit to him the whole way until finally he slaps Garcia in the face and Garcia just gives him the look of like, yo, you done fucked up now. <laughs> and the crowd all are like, oh shit, you fucked up, dude. <laughs> You fucked up. You mm-hmm. fucked up. Exactly. You fucked up. He forms Garcia in the face. Garcia forms him back. We then get into the classic oldie but a goodie hockey fight spot. Always love one of these. Mm. And eventually, Deppin kicks Garcia in the stomach because he's a heel. And gets the upper hand. He then runs at Garcia, but Garcia <laughs> picks him up in the air. Like, he throws him up in the air, and as he lands, almost knocks him out with a punch. Like, it's a fucking... It's got some, some uh, heft it's to it. Oomph. Yeah, exactly. Garcia runs at him while he's in the corner, but Deppin then hits... No, he runs at him, all, like, off the ropes. And then, out of nowhere, like, off-camera, Deppin just flies across the screen, hits him with a spinning uppercut. Okay. Hits Garcia with a German. And then Garcia, through sheer anger and adrenaline, gets to his feet and then plants Deppin with his own German. Nice. Deppin kicks out, and Garcia instantly locks in a crossface. And then okay. as Deppin gets up, like, he stands up and tries to get out of the hold, Garcia hooks him in a Russian leg sweep, flips forward and puts him on the ground and then hooks him his legs and puts him in a sharpshooter. Wow. And he cinches this in for a while. And I call back to the second episode. I remember you and I were talking about how the announcers are like, oh, he's got a lot of, when uh, his hands get hurt, he won't be able to do his submissions. And Garcia never did any submissions the entire match. Mm-hmm. So this match, I was like, oh shit, he's got some fucking, he's got some techers when it comes to the uh, submission game. There's, mm-hmm. He has this in for a long time too. Like, there's a point where he cinches it in so, like, deep that he's literally got going back-to-back with Deppin and has his legs just bent backwards and his head is just on top of his head. Like, he's just wrenching it back. 
Christ. And funnily enough, this actually plays into how Deppin gets out of it, because he's laying right next to him, so Deppin just takes his free hand, and he just rakes Garcia's eyes repeatedly until he lets go of the hold. <laughs> I guess that's one way to do it. It's a creative way of getting out of it, I'll give him that. The two then get onto the apron, just beat the snot out of each other with thunderous chops, kicks to the face, until Deppin backdrops Garcia onto the apron. Then does God God bless this man and also help this man for doing this move, because this is dangerous. He gets into the ring, runs towards the turnbuckle, springboards off it, and then just fucking trust falls out of the ring onto Garcia. Jeez. And he pops up right afterwards, and I was like, oh, thank God he's okay. And then this leads into the finish, where Deppin rolls Garcia into the ring, sets him up, and hits him with a shining wizard in the back of the head for the win. Great. All right. All great right. This match. Is, this match sounds insane. It's a fucking awesome match. He then, then we can get a nice promo here where Deppin's like, no one who the fuck I was. Well, I need a payday, so I'm gonna fuck. Now you all know who the fuck I am. I'm better than all of you. I hate every one of you. And he leaves. I Jesus. was debating on giving this match a meh or a mark out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it the mark out because I'm. Wow. Well, so okay. So you completely lied to me. When I said, hey, Zach, before we started recording, I was like, hey, Zach, how are your matches this week? Oh, you know, nothing crazy. Just, it was, it was fine. Because, <laughs> like, as I'm describing Liar. this to you, I was like, oh, yeah, this match was fucking great. I'm like, I really, I enjoyed this match a lot. But, like, I have it right here. High mess slash mark out, like, up for debate. And I always kind of let the feel of the match get me through it. And I'm, I'm going to give this match the mark out because there were some, there were some good spots in this match. And I, I, right, I enjoyed myself. Nice. I like the character work from Deppin a lot. I just like how Garcia is literally man so angry that he will kill you if he gets the opportunity to. Yeah, right? Just like, yeah, whatever. If I kill him, I kill him. Yeah, if I recall correctly, this man took uh, inspiration from Minoru Suzuki, and he definitely exudes the Suzuki energy of this man loves to hurt people. So don't, you shouldn't fuck with this man unless you're, you know what you're about to get into. (laughs) Sounds like it. You know, if you don't feel like dying. Exactly. And you're like John Moxley, and you just love to fight. Now, oh yeah. Alright, so let's get into my second match of the week. We have right. a match from GWF, German Wrestling Federation. Ooh. Uh, and it is Jamie Hayter taking nice. on Aisha Raymond for the okay. GWF women's title. Coming right. in, the champion is Aisha Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match is very interesting. This match definitely plays up. Jamie Hayter is the underdog. And Aisha Raymond is, like, this big, powerful, uh, uh, powerhouse of a person. Mm-hmm. Just ready to, like, destroy anybody, toss anybody around the ring. Uh, and that is made very clear uh, right in the beginning of this match where Jamie Hader goes for a lockup. And Raymond just just pushes her and she, like, falls and, like, bounces across the ring. Ooh. And she gets up and she's like holding her back. She's like, ooh, ah, ooh, like, like, wow, that was a lot. Yeah, that was, wow, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, Jamie keeps trying to get into this one, but Aisha keeps powering through her. Uh, there's one point where Aisha throws Jamie Hater outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Raymond goes for a, a suicide dive, which I thought was interesting because she's a powerhouse. So that was a very. Ooh. Interesting tactic she goes for, but right before she gets the suicide dive, uh, Hater's able to jump and hit her with an elbow and knock her back in the ring. 
Oh, see, I was gonna say, I love when big men, like, just whip out out of nowhere just a fucking spot where they, they, in all terms of just logic, should not be able to do, and then they do it, and you're just like, that's just, that's yeah, just, she, what the fuck? Yeah, she just wasn't able, she wasn't able to hit it here. Uh, Jamie was just like, nope, and got an elbow up and was able to get a little bit of offense in. Um, but yeah, this match, like I said, this match is kind of, uh, mostly Raymond just kind of tossing Hater around. And Hater trying to get any offense in that she can, but mm-hmm. hate, but Raymond just being like shrugging her off and absolutely not like knocking her out. Uh, so there is uh one point where Hater again starts getting some momentum. Uh, she's bouncing off the ropes. She's like running, bouncing, hitting an elbow, bounces back, hits an elbow, and then she does the thing where she like throws them and like follows them in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she does an Irish whip and like follows them in. Yeah, they, they you don't uh, let your opponent come towards you. You come towards them. Exactly, yeah. So she does an Irish whip to Raymond, follows up, hits her with an elbow on the ropes, and then she goes to run against the ropes again to do another one. Mm-hmm. But Aisha follows her instead, hits her with an elbow, and and Hater Ooh. just crumbles. Oh my god. She just goes, she just, poof, like a sack of bricks, just goes down. Uh, it was, it was, it looked rough. <laughs> then, uh... Raymond Raymond gets Hater in like a delayed suplex, like where she like holds her up, 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 and mm-hmm. then drops. God, a classic. Yeah, uh, hits that, goes for the pin. Hater kicks out. Uh, Raymond's pissed. She goes for another one. Mm-hmm. Gets Hater up, holds her, holds her, and then Hater like flings her legs back and just turns it into a DDT. Oh damn! Like she like is o- almost all the way up on this suplex, and then she just like swoop. Bam! And comes around and just hits Hater her with, with the DDT. reverse Uno card. Oh yeah, like no you. Uh, <laughs> that was that was really cool. Uh, she got that DDT in, almost got the pin there, and then uh, uh, Raymond ends up on the ropes, mm-hmm. uh, on like the in the like leaning in the turnbuckle in the corner. Uh, Hater goes for a few running knees. She runs, hits one, hits a second one, goes for the third one. She goes, she jumps up, hits the third one, but then Aisha grabs her, catches her, Ooh. walks her over to the middle of the ring, hits her with a gigantic powerbomb, oh. and ends this one, one, two, three. Hater was out like a light, uh, Aisha retaining her title. Sounds like a good one. match. Yeah, this match was solid. I like this one a lot. I don't think it was, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think it was markout territory, exactly, but... Definitely in the high met. I really liked it. Uh, JB Hater and Aisha, Aisha Raymond definitely putting on a really good show. Uh, really, really putting on a solid a solid matchup. I think it was like the second match of the pay per view of the night, and they did a, a really good a really good women's women's title match. I think um, it really built Raymond. It really built Hater because it like showed that Raymond is like still a monster, and it's like oh, who can take her down? But mm-hmm. also, it let Hater shine as well because she got her offense in. She took Raymond down a few times. It wasn't a complete squash match, you know. Yeah, um, I feel that. So yeah, this was really decent. I think it put both of them over in a really good light. Even though, even though Hater lost, I think she still got a good a good shine in this one. Uh, really showing, just showing off that she can really go with mm-hmm. with the best of them, you know. Uh, and I give it a, I you know what? I'll, I'll upgrade it to a high man. This match was pretty solid. Nice. It was good. It was good. I'll like I'll give this one a high meh. Solid match between Jamie Hader and Aisha Raymond from G from German Wrestling Federation for the GWF women's title. Nice. Alright, yeah. alright. Alright. So for this week I decided to find two wrestlers that I have not heard of at all. And I settled on 
the Afropunk, Trish Adora okay. versus Mercedes Blaze at Pro Wrestling Eve, a promotion we've gone to once or twice. And we've had some pretty d- damn good matches from. Yes. So, the match, this match right off the bat is their first time wrestling each other as far as the announcers told me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, this should be this should be a good start. So right off the bat, Blaze gets right off in Adora's face. Adora just kind of just pushes her off and taunts her. And with that, the match just kind of gets underway. You know, two, just two competitors that are just testing the waters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which leads to a collar and elbow tie-up, which uh, ends up into a headlock by Blaze. And she's able to um, keep control through it. There's a point where um, it looks like Adora's actually going to throw her off her. But uh, because of the positioning of the ref, she yanks Adora's braids back so that she can actually hold her head, like her, hold her head still in the headlock. I, I thought that was a neat spot. And I liked mm-hmm. your... Um, Let's see. Oh, so then there's a neat spot here where, um, so eventually she lets go of the headlock, right? And she keeps Adora's arms locked with her legs. Mm-hmm. And she then flips her over and turns it into a, a roll up somehow. Like, I can't do this justice. Like, she literally has her in a headlock, lets go, keeps one arm locked, and then flips around and puts her into a roll up. Oh, it's a cool looking roll up. Sounds neat. It was definitely took, caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, I was like, what the hell are you doing with her arm? I was like, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool, neat. Mm-hmm. Adora's able to get a brief control here, uh, uh, like, for control for a bit by getting Blaze in, like, a double wrist lock where she has both her arms, like, with both her hands kind of facing the ceiling. Mm-hmm. She goes for a northern light suplex, and this is kind of like a thing where, like, watching a match a second time helps. She go like, she, um, she then spins her around in the northern light, kind of like how, uh, you know, Big Swole's Dirty Dancing, where she grabs the opponent with their arm behind their back and spins them. Yep. She does that. Puts her in a fireman's carry, and she gets out of it really quickly, and I'm like, oh, how did she do that? And then I looked back, fucking Blaze grabbed her hair again when the ref wasn't looking, so she had to let her go. And I was like, oh, I was like, I thought that was just a messed up move, but oh shit, okay. It's okay. like, I like that. Okay. Blaze tries to follow this up, but Adora hits three huge arm drags, one of which she kicks Blaze in the stomach. Adora then jumps over her back and then arm drags her so she flips over sideways. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Adora very then nice. goes for Sounds a wheel like a kick. Solid move. Blaze dodges it and is freaked out by this for some reason. She's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so she's lying in the corner right now. And the rest like, all right, give her space, whatever. And the, <laughs> the spot is just funny because of how well Adora sells it. She goes towards the corner and Blaze trips her. She falls face first into the bottom turnbuckle, right? Mm-hmm. Except she just dies. <laughs> but she just falls face first. Hits the turnbuckle and goes limp. I'm just like she just dies. Like, she's dead, and it. it I, I don't know. It just I just the way she sold it just made me laugh more than it probably should have. <laughs> Blaze then follows it up by running with two double knees in the corners into her chest. Follows it up by a double underhook suplex into the ring. Dora's selling for this was top notch. She looked completely out of it because you know she just died. Blaze then yep. drapes a door over the ropes, and uh, like over the middle of the ropes, right. And mm-hmm. another variation of choking someone out. She just kind of sits on Adora's shoulders and just chokes her out from there. I'm just like, I'm like, I've seen people push them into the ropes. I've seen someone stand on them. Sitting on them is new. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Nice. Putting a new little twist on it. Exactly. I, I, like, I like when wrestlers put a new little twist on, like, classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Blaze then continues Very her cool. offense with a series of meaty forearms, which put Adora in the corner. However, as I love she that adjective to, uh, to describe like a hit meaty. meaty. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> <Catch> some. <laughs> exactly. 
Whenever I'm thinking about how to describe stuff, I, I look for uh, I look for words that are not the same. And media is a, is a nice, good old, reliable one for me. Get some, yeah. Exactly. So now <laughs> she puts her in the corner, but um, and uh, as she runs at her, a door kind of pushes her back with both feet, right? And she's on the top rope now. She's about to do something. I don't know what. But unfortunately, she takes too much time, and Blaze is able to run up, does a springboard, does like a handstand, grabs her with both her legs, the head scissors, and then mm-hmm. just fl- hits, flips her off the top rope. And as she's as a door is getting up on her knees, just hits her with a shotgun dropkick right in the face. Whoa. Blaze then puts uh, a door and a dragon sleeper as she's crawling towards the ropes. Then as she starts to get out of that, puts her in a... Just puts a really deep sleeper hole in the door. And the door actually starts to cough. And it sounds like she's choking. You can hear someone in the crowd go, oh shit, she's coughing. Like, she's choking her. Oh no. And I was like, that's a really good sell if you're not actually being choked at all. Like, that's... Like, that's a, that's quality right there. Like, you don't see that very often. True. Probably because it's, it's not very easy to keep your focus when you're coughing all over something. No. No, it is not. And Blaze has this in for a pretty decent amount of time. And Adora can't get out of it. However, that changes once Blaze goes, Give up, stupid bitch. Give up. Oof. And Adora literally, just like, kind of like Garcia, funnily enough, stops dead in her tracks. And the crowd's just like, Oh, shit. <laughs> and oh, you know shit. that Blaze has kind of crossed the line at this point. Because it went from just out-wrestling her to just calling her a bitch. Mm-hmm. And she just slams her back into the corner. And breaks the <laughs> hold finally. And what I love here is, right after this, Blaze doesn't do the heel, the, the usual heel maneuver of just being like, oh, what do I do? No, she just immediately jumps out of the corner right onto her back again and puts the hold in. So and just getting right back into it. Adora's just like, uh-uh, I'm done with this. This is just, fuck this. So she grabs her by her head with one arm, put, hoists up her other leg so that she's now cradling her in like a backpack position, jumps up, and gives her basically a backpack stunner. This looks mm-hmm. awesome. Because God, when am I ever going to see a backpack stunner? Uh, not often. Finally, Adora mounts her comeback with clotheslines, a crossbody, a series of forearms to blaze while she's on the ground because she's just been a bitch to her basically the whole match. Hmm. Adora then hits a splash on Blaze in the corner. Blaze tries to run at her to stop it immediately, trying to cut her off. And Adora just can- counters this with a beautiful black hole slam. Okay. Like, I, I thought that Blaze got the upper hand of this for a second just because of how smooth it looked. Because all the momentum was in Blaze there, and I was like, that is that was great. Adora goes for her uh, twisting splash that kind of looked like a Blex of Bliss's uh, cro- uh, Twisted Bliss Moonsault finisher. But misses, because sucks to suck, I guess. So the two are now knocked down and exhausted at this point. They then okay. get on their knees, start forming each other, start then slapping each other in the face. And initially, Adora comes out on top. However, after she throws Blaze in the corner, Blaze is able to jump to the middle rope. And as Adora runs at her, she hits her in the face with her butt, which had way more impact than it had any right to, or I thought it would. Like, it, like, just, she just bounces, basically. Okay. And then taunts Adora to come at her, right? Like, she's on the top rope now, taunting her, and Adora does, and she gets hit with a running spear off the top for her <laughs> troubles. And the commentator's like, Take well, this. She, she's like, well, she told her to come at her, and hey, I, gotta, I guess. You did it. Mm-hmm. Adora tries to mount a comeback with a roll-up, follows it up with two wheel kicks, one of which misses. The second one connects and knocks Blaze down immediately, and commentary, or the commentary or like just pops off. They're like, oh, shit! She hit it! <laughs> 
And no! I was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe she's gonna like, maybe she'll win or get something off. But no, she kicks out of it. Ooh. So Adora goes back to the top, seemingly to going for the same move again. But again, she takes too much time up there, and Blaze is able to crotch her off the top rope, grabs mm-hmm. Adora by the neck, keeps her so that her legs are like sitting on the top rope, and she's draped out into the ring, and then hits the uh, the Tower of Blaze, which is basically Ooh. a cutter off the top for the Very win. Very cool. Nice. Big win for Blaze here. This match was a solid match with re- with well executed wrestling. Once I um like once I could, like watch it again, this is a match where like I was like, this is some some smooth wrestling. I like this. I'm nice. gonna give this match. I I'm gonna give this match a meh. Okay. I was debating high meh, but I'm gonna give it the meh just because like it's just a solid wrestling match. It just shows off. Props to Adora for selling a lot of this offense really well. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing more of either of these women in the future. To be honest. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Glad to be found a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that wraps up both of our matches this week. So uh, let's get into the match we both took a look at, and that was Leo. You picked it. So I why did. Don't, actually, you know what? You picked it, so why don't you tell us about it? Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us what match you picked? I'll be straight up. I wanted to find a Leo Rush match. Fair enough. I was like, I want a Leo Rush match, but I want something recent. And by coincidence alone, he had a match on MLW in a title unification match going against Laredo Kid, Triple A's uh, middleweight champion, with Leo Rush being MLW's middleweight champion as well. They played Mm -hmm. this up. It's another one of those situations where you have to go to the very end of MLW's uh, episode recording because it's like a whole episode and it's the main event. They build up this throughout the show, talking about how like Leo's like, Leo's basically cocky. He's just like, I'm the best. I'm gonna knock his. I'm gonna beat him. It's easy as that. And Laredo's kind of pulling up the like. I have pride in my brand. I represent my brand, my promotion. I'm not losing this match. I'm gonna take his title and I'm going to become double champ. So I was I was excited for this match. I was looking forward to some nice high flying action. And the match gave me some of that, but didn't give me as much as I thought I would. To be honest. Yeah, th- this match was a lot of uh, Leo Rush kind of being a chicken shit heel. I found. Mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't really uh, common for Leo Rush. Leo Rush is usually like, get in there and fight your ass off. Yeah. Uh, like... So it was weird seeing this shift. But uh, Laredo Kid kept trying to do stuff, and Rush just kept like running out of the ring. I don't mm. know. Yeah, there's like, there the yeah. one point where uh, Laredo Kid like, chases him out of the ring, and Rush just like runs around. Yeah, like. And slides back in and goes to like get him when he slides back in. Mm-hmm. And then he misses. And, yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> Laredo kid like faked him out. He's like, "What? Ah, I-, I got you!" Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like the beginning of this match is a lot of Laredo kid kind of dominating Leo Rush because commentary points out that he is taller and slightly like larger than Rush, like heavier yeah. than him. So he has the power advantage, and like you could slowly see the beginning of this match, like Rush's kind of like cocky facade kind of break as he starts to get more and more frustrated that he can't get the upper hand on him. Mm-hmm. And eventually Leo does make does actually get control. Uh what does he uh, do here? Um Oh, uh, he throws him onto the apron and uh hits him a few times before pulling his head over the top rope and choking him out. Well the ref's yelling at him to let stuff go, and then he uh let him go, and then he handsprings and knocks him out of the ring. Oh yeah, right. He hit him with the uh like the front handspring yeah. double kick on his face while the ref was like trying to separate them. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Leo uh. hits a really meaty-looking lariat. Like, I'm going to use that term again, because I remember when I watched it, I was like, that was a fucking... The commentary calls it a clothesline. I was like, that's that's a fucking lariat, my man. No, no, no. That ran, that ran into Laredo Kid. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's a lariat. And then 
Rush just kind of dissects Laredo with just a bunch of precise, hard-hitting strikes. Like, he just kind of, yeah, like... hard hard-hitting strikes and submission holds, I feel like, a lot of... Like, there's yeah. a lot of technical wrestling here from Rush. Exactly. Like, he put him in, like, a headlock, which he tried to transition to a suplex, but because Laredo's stronger, he stopped him. But then Rush just kind of, not like, knocks him to the ground with a knee to the gut. Laredo, like, has, like, some offense here and there where he, like, tries to roll Rush up. He tries to, like, mm-hmm. get some space. There's some points where he, like, hits it with, like, he hits him, like, with, like, a splash or something like that. But, like, Rush gets a lot of the, uh, the upper hand here. Mm-hmm. Like, even after he hits, like, uh, like Rush with, like, um, a crossbody in, like, a corner or something like that, Rush just kind of hits him with an enziguri and then puts him in a modified surfboard hold where he's got his arms bent back, but he's sitting. Okay. And, like, Laredo gets out of it and does actually land a series of strikes on Rush, which are good. And then Rush counters it with his own, like, flurry, like, a bunch of quick palm strikes followed by, like, a backhand. And he goes for, like, a spinning back fist, but Laredo ducks it and then rocks Leo with a really stiff punch to the jaw, which looked like it knocked Leo's lights out for a few seconds. Yeah, that one, that one confused the hell out of him. It looked like it, like, dazed him. I was like, oh, shit, he fucking... <laughs> Oh, he 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 really caught him with that. I was like, one. yeah, I'm like, there is a very large chance that Rush actually just got punched in the jaw there. Mm-hmm. So then Laredo goes at Rush with the running form, hits him with a Michinoku driver. At this point, I was like, oh, okay, shit, all right. There's some Laredo offense here. He then yeah. has this thing where he just kind of flexes on Rush and hits two springboard moonsaults from the bottom oh, into the middle rope. Oh my god, so cool, right? He awesome. like hits the Goes from the bottom rope, does a springboard moonsault, stands up, goes back to the middle rope, mm-hmm. does another moonsault. I just wish he finished it off with a trifecta, honestly. I, same. I was like, oh, no trifecta? I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be like kind of like an Eddie Guerrero Three Amigos thing, but with moonsaults. Yeah, I wish he went, he went bottom, middle, top. Mm-hmm. Would have been really that, sick. That was what I was hoping I would get. I was going to get for this match when I picked it. More of that type of action. Yeah, I was glad to see it. You know, I was glad to finally see the high flying come yeah. out. Then... Then Laredo just starts to do some joint manipulation on the leg of Rush. And props to Leo here, because Leo's always good with selling stuff. He sells the leg for this rest of this match like he's crippled for the rest of this mm-hmm. match. Yeah, the way I remember, I remember one point where he like stands up to go do a move and he does the entire move like on one leg. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is. Um, it, I don't really remember, but like he, I remember him getting out of something and just like standing up while all on one leg and like hopping and doing yeah. the move. And it was like, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. It's I, I love shit like that because you know you don't see it a ton. Some like a lot you don't see someone go to that much effort to sell something like that. Yeah, sells it super hard. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Laredo goes for a kick. No, Leo goes for a kick. Laredo catches it. Leo slaps him in the face when he's talking shit. Like, what are you gonna do? You can't reach me. And Leo just kind of slaps him in the face. So he kicks Leo twice and then cutters him. <laughs> yeah. Laredo. Dude, that, that, can we talk about the, I don't know if we got there yet, but the bounce back stunner. Oh, we're about to get to that actually. That Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if we missed it or not because mm-hmm. I'm very bad at keeping the order of spots. <laughs> it's all right. That's why we, we balance each other out here. Yeah. So Laredo goes for a senton, but Rush gets out of the way and he avoids him on the ground. He then, when, L- I love this spot because Laredo finally catches Leo. And Leo is on the ground. It, it, it was in the Garcia match, too, funnily enough. He just mule kicks Laredo from the ground into his chest. Yep. He's and like, then, get away from me. Exactly. And then despite being hobbled, Leo jumps back on the on the bottom rope, hits the bottom rope springboard stunner. Which is just an insane move, right? Yeah, I... Uh, he did it. He does it every time in all his matches, and it's just like I. It looks so fucking cool. It's so crazy. Like I don't get how I don't understand the physics of that move. How he like 
does that, you know? It's got to be, like, the way, the angle that he jumps at it. But even then, like, he gets, he still gets some height, like, mad height sometimes. Like, I fucking looks awesome. And then Leo gets to the top, hits his frog splash finish of the midnight hour, and wins. Yeah. And like that is, just like that, he is now unified the belts and is double champ. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush is now the what was it? it was the AAA cruiserweight champ and the MLW middleweight champ, right? Yes, I believe that's mm-hmm. what it was. I remember they had similar-ish sounding names. Yes, uh, Leo Rush ends up being double champ, but this one with the big, the that big frog splash, like mm-hmm. you said. Leo cuts a good uh, promo after this too. I like the promo where he's like, "You're just gonna have to admit one." Like, I like the idea of him being like, "I'm gonna be a massive star, and I'm gonna be so bright one day that they no one can ignore me ever again." And I'm just like, "I love." I'm like, "That's hell it. yeah!" I'm like, I like. I that. know it. Yeah, no one can ignore him. Leo Rush is something special, dude. Yeah, he's gonna be. A, he's doing New Japan stuff, I think now too. Which Leo Rush is. Awesome. Uh, Leo Rush is a, a wrestling. Is is definitely prominent in the world of wrestling now, and you cannot deny that. Yeah, dude's yeah. got charisma. Dude's got amazing talent and skill, and mm-hmm. just just is is uh is just great at what he does. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that uh, what are we what are we giving this match before we move on? I'm gonna give this match a meh. I'm gonna give it a high meh. I, I like was debating this one. between the two, but for me. I guess it's more so this for me at least. I'll, I'll explain my why I get the meh. For me, I guess I think it's my expectations are what influences this for me. I was expecting a high flying match, and I got a more grounded match, which was still a good match and was well wrestled. I'm gonna point that mm-hmm. out there now. That's fair. Under- I understand that you, you you were expecting like uh, a very lucha s style. Yes, match. I, mean, I was expecting really like high flying a bunch of high flying moves. I was expecting, like you said, I was expecting Rush to go like fast paced, just in that shit. And- Instead, I got, like, more of, like, a grounded approach, which commentary, I think, also was like, oh, Rush doesn't usually do this, and I was like, my fucking luck that I picked the match where he decides to fucking go grounded. I think I think it's cool when wrestlers change up their style, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love that. Uh, it definitely helps their versatility, for sure. I like when, like, when wrestlers have a very large repertoire of, of like, offense, and they can do it well, it's, it just is a testament to how talented they are. Yes. All right. Uh... Let's get all right. So that that wraps up all of our matches for this week. So you know what that means, Zach. Oh yeah. It's time for the double down. The double down. It's now time to find out if the match was you know actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and uh, watch matches from each other's perspectives. Uh, who went first in the double down last week? Let me see. Double down last week. I did. Let's see. I watched. I was second because I watched Yuta versus uh, Wheeler Yuta versus Lee Moriarty at Beyond Wrestling. All right. So why don't you kick us off with this week's double down? All right. You gave me ACH versus Chris Hero at Wrestle Circus. Yes. So start off here. I like the beginning of this match because, like, the two of the beginning of this match was. Just the two of them kind of just posing with people that had their shirts on them and, like, kind of, like, getting the crowd all set up. Because it just showed how fired up the crowd was. Which I think I mentioned to you how much, the way you're describing how much I love when a crowd is just hot for a match and, like, loves each wrestler. Mm-hmm. This just makes it better. Yes. Let's see. Uh Oh. Like, a nice spot that I liked at the beginning when they were having the, uh, the before everything started becoming punching the, the shit out of each other. I like the spot where AC, uh, where the hero got was in a headlock by ACH, and ACH had him like face down, and Hero kind of bounced out of it, and then the two of them did the double kip up at the same time. 
That was mm-hmm. neat. That I was like very that. cool. Watching a big guy like Hero do a kip up is always super. Sick. Oh yeah, I I've always enjoyed Chris Hero's work ever since I saw him on NXT. Mm-hmm. If that man ever decides to do anything relating to the independent wrestling scene, I would be glad to watch him doing it. Uh, work his magic, as they say. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I th- I like the shoulder tackle spot you were talking about was as funny as it was. I <laughs> loved it. Oh yeah, the the come on, hit me. Oh, I, were you gonna hit me? I, I didn't even feel anything. Yup. Oh, you want me to hit you after all this momentum I've got? Sure. And then he just fucking <laughs> just kicks him. <laughs> just kicks him. And then as he's hurt, he just takes the time to put his hair tie back in for beating <laughs> him up some more. Yeah. Oh, and I loved how Ace H counters this with "Fuck you, dude! I will dodge your big boot by matrix dodging it, sweep your legs out, double stomp the back of you, and then just drop kick you in the face." Because fuck you, I'm the king of Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. ACH didn't take that uh, that super kick lightly. Mm-hmm. This match was just really cool. I really like this match. There were so many spots in this match where that were just that were just so funny because of how well Chris Hero sold like the straight man spot and ACH sold like the un- like the uh, the super involved guy. Like there was a spot here where ACH kicks Hero in the chest and get- he- Hero's bent o- is like bent over after he gets kicked in there and he's like trying to ride the car. Like, he starts clapping and then Hero just no souls it slowly stands up and just punches him in the face and knocks him down. <laughs> Yep. It's hilarious. Yeah. I, Chris, I, a... at this point, I'd be remiss to say that Chris Hero's banter was on fucking point this match. Oh, yeah. That, that was my favorite part of this whole match. Just the way these two were yelling at each other the whole time. Just awesome. the, 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 the chirping was great. My favorite thing was when they're on the outside and ACH and him are fighting and ACH gets up and, out, and like, Hero just comes running at him like a fucking freight train and just punches him in the face and the crowd are all like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. You might have killed that man. And the guy's like, oh, where do you think you are now? And the guy's like, he's the king of fucking nowhere. And I, I was just like, that's, that's such choice banter. The crowd was just <laughs> like, oh, shit, you just called him out. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, my. What were you going to say before that? Sorry, I was I popped off there. Oh, I was just going to ask what you thought of the uh, the crown spot coming up, but then I realized it didn't happen yet. Uh, the cra- Oh, the with the crown. Yeah. I uh, will get to that. Yeah. I liked, uh, oh, let's see, there was the suplex spot where ACH tries, I love, where ACH tries this German hero, hero no sells it, ACH tries it again, he then dragon fucking suplex him, and then immediately hits the German after hero's like, he's not gonna hit, oh he's shit. He's not gonna hit it, he's not gonna, oh no. Like, me <laughs> thought of, like, he's not gonna, oh shit. I love, I love the way hero's face was just, like, deadpan, even, mm-hmm. even when, even when he was, like, getting German. Yeah, like, like, the well, entire way down, he was just like, Oh man, this is my life. <laughs> like, <now>. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, there. Oh, I love the fucking the cool. There was a coolest fuck spot here where ACH hit a four fifty, and then as he landed it, Hero caught him in a headlock, fucking suplexed him, still in the headlock. Then went to neckbreaker him so he could turn him around, and then he just fucking forearmed him in the side of the face. Mm-hmm. I was a very big fan of all the strikes in this match. In case you can't tell. Strikes are great. Speaking of strikes... Oh, yeah, these two kick the crap out of each other. The crown spot that happens where fucking ACH comes into the ring with it in his entrance with a crown on his head because he's the king of Texas. Mm-hmm. So Kiro finds the, the crown because he threw it in the crowd. And he's like, give me the crown. Puts it on his head. Says, you should stop while you're ahead. And I fucking love it. He forms him in the face and the crown just goes flying into the crowd. Just launches it. Fantastic. Him so hard, he just, la- just launches it into the next dimension. Yep. They, they pan back and they find the guy that caught the crown. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, 
Oh my god. So the, I actually like the finish here because so basically the finish here was that Hero took like a punch or something like that from ACH and he looked dazed. And if you if you watch this match, you'll know these guys are fucking these were some stiff ass hits. They were some, mm-hmm. they were loud as hell and they some of them definitely probably hit actually rung some people's bells here. If you'll take my uh, metaphor here and I was like, "Oh, he might <laughs> actually uh, I was like, "Oh, he might actually be like he might be fucked up." And then suddenly, as he's, like, getting over by ACH, and ACH is like, he's faking it. You see here, you see some guy yell, oh, you hear a guy yell, he's faking it. And he points to the guy, walks over to ACH, and just forearms him in the face and almost takes his head off. Yeah. And then, (laughs) I love it. He tries, or no, my bad, he tries to take his head off. But ACH, because the whole match, I would be remiss not to say this, the whole match, ACH kept trying to, like, play like that, oh, yeah. I'll be respectful here, and every time Hero could take a chance to sucker punch him, he did. And I like how he went to do it again, and he, fucking ACH didn't fall for it, hit him with a suplex in the 450 for the win, because it just shows how, like, after finally, after getting his fucking socked in the face, like, God knows how many times, he finally learned Chris Hero's tell and caught him with the uh, his finisher. Mm-hmm. I will say this. The strikes of this match were just out of this world. There was, there was a point several times in this match where I thought each guy was actually, like, not aware of where they were for a second because of just how fucking well they were just swinging for the fences here. I am going to give this match... I'm going to give this match a high meh because I really liked a lot of the spots of this match. I liked the strikes. I liked it. But, I don't know. That kind of, like, it left me kind of yearning for a bit more. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like if you gave these guys like another five minutes, I would be telling this, giving this match a mark out. I'm willing. I, I agree with that. I do. I do wish we, uh, we got much more out of these two because it would have been super sick to watch these two just really, really go at it. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I, I, I did really like the match though. Otherwise, like even, yeah, it's a even great like for match. what it was, it was still a solid, decent. Like I said. It's the uh, the classic markout rule. Like I finished the match and I was like, "What a great match!" And I was like, "I didn't get like that mm-hmm. markout feeling." Though. If I did, it would be like a super like just hitting their markout range. You know what I mean? Like I just like a, yeah. I'll give it to you if I were to yeah, be generous let, here. I think I think I'm agreeing with you here. Like they gave him like five ten more minutes. It could have been like a like a easy markout. Oh yeah, for right. sure. But I again still don't think it was a bad match. Still oh, very solid. No, no, These no. two definitely put on a fun a fun wrestling match, and I really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that, uh, what did I give you? Oh, right. You gave it's my turn, and you gave me Zack Saber Jr. versus Sammy Guevara. Ah, oh, I fucking love this match. Uh from the promotion of I didn't write it down. VIP wrestling. <laughs> what VIP wrestling? Right. Sorry. Yes. Um, this match was awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah. These two, these two started off by just like. With the stiffest slaps I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> just immediately, like, smacking the crap out of each other. I feel like both of their ears are probably ringing after this. Mm-hmm. Because they just hit each other right back and forth to start this one off. Um, and we talked about before how wrestlers having vers- versatility. Uh, this showed Sammy Guevara had it. Like, Oh, yeah. This match very much showed off the fact that Sammy Guevara isn't just a high-flying spot guy. He can also get down and dirty with the best of them, you know. Mm-hmm. He could do he could do technical wrestling. He's got the submissions. He's got the reversals. He's got the transitions. Everything everything was like very good in this match. Every yep. bit of wrestling was just very very solid. 
there was there was a bunch of, there was a bunch of cool like chain wrestling in the beginning of this. A bunch of cool uh, submission holds from Guevara and Z- Saber Junior. Oh yeah. Uh, there was one part that I loved where Sammy like Irish whipped ZSJ and goes to leapfrog over him, and ZSJ just ducks under and grabs his knee and yanks him down. Oh my god, that was when he started working over Sammy's leg. And he, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was brutal. Like I said, he fucking stood on the back of his goddamn head for a couple seconds. I was like, bro. Fuck, yeah, dude. Yeah, ZSJ he was being an absolute asshole this entire match just a complete dickhead whenever he had the upper hand he was taunting sammy he was taunting the crowd he was doing something to get the heel upper hand you know mm-hmm. like zsj was just being the capital a asshole the mm-hmm. whole time and it was very very good and very very zsj there was that one point where like they're fighting on the outside and and zsj like traps sammy's arm in the barricade and just kicks it oh my god yeah that fucking Ooh, yeah, that was when he was just dissecting Sammy at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was real rough. Uh, the thing that always gets me about ZSJ in every all of his matches, whenever he's trying to be the asshole, he always does that thing where they're on the ground, and he just keeps, like, lightly kicking their head. Yeah. He's like, yeah, stay down, bitch. Yeah, yeah bitch. Who's in control here? It's me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, just such, like, a little thing that adds so much, you know? Yeah, just, it, I mean, yeah, it just shows how much confidence he has in himself. He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not getting up at all. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you right now. But, uh, while Zia, ZSJ ends up on the outside and he's taunting a little bit too much because Zam- Sammy Guevara hits one of the most insane over-the-top rope plotches I've ever seen. Oh, right, Sammy Zane looks like he almost hits the ceiling with this one. Oh my god, dude. He fucking jumps and flips. It's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. He takes that. Sammy Sammy almost went into the crowd. Yep. He almost like, went into, he, the bar- into the crowd. He landed like on the barricade or into it. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, absolutely like bonkers air he got. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Sammy gets ZSJ in the ring lying down. He goes for a moonsault on the top rope, lands on his feet, uh, as he's doing the moonsault, ZSJ rolls away. He lands on his feet, goes for another one. ZSJ rolls the other way, and then Sammy follows up with a running shooting star press. Yeah. So Sammy Zayn just did moonsault on the top rope, landed on his feet. Does another moonsault directly after that? Again, lands on his feet, but this time he does it from the floor. And then he still he still has the balance and timing. They hit a perfect shooting star press onto Zack Saber Jr. God. In, I don't get how he does it. <laughs> he, Sammy Guevara is inhuman. Speaking of him being inhuman, he kicked out of a lot of crazy offense this match as well. Whether he he kicked out of a lot of big moves from ZSJ, he got a lot of he he got out of a lot of submissions, got rope breaks. Mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn was not giving up on this one, which ended up paying off because he ended up hitting that six thirty and winning the match, and mm-hmm. everyone was just stunned at the six thirty. The fact that he hit that, everyone was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, what did he, he was like, you're going for the fourth, what? <laughs> and they're just, like, stunned. Yeah, the dude, fact the that fucking he got, he, six, like so I said, crazy. and a move is born. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and this fin- a finisher is born. Uh, It was, this match was awesome. I'm giving this one a mark out. This one yeah. was so good. These two absolutely kicked the crap out of each other and took each other to the limit. Um, it, it made both guys shine as bright as they could. It showed off ZSJ's vicious, like brutal heel side. It showed off Sammy Guevara's underdog fighting spirit side. 
and it just really got me into it like a lot. And this match was just super good. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. That's a, yeah, it's a fucking great match. Oh yeah, yeah, very, very good, very good. Uh, all right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of Independent Wars. We went through all of our matches this week. We went through the double down. So uh, let's let's uh, end the show with some plugs here. Uh, oh man, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna keep it short and sweet this time. Uh, go check all right. out all of our shows here on the Countout Network. We have a bunch of awesome shows. We have hit the books every Friday. We have how to talk to your friends about wrestling every Thursday, and we have your dose of death every Tuesday. Uh, and we have this show every Wednesday. So go check that out. Uh, so so go check out all the other shows here on the Countout Network. Uh, if you if you want to know anything more about this uh, wrestling podcast network, go to countoutpod.com where we have all the information you could ever need on every podcast here on this network and a bunch of other stuff we do, like our YouTube channel where we post video content, count out network, count out a wrestling podcast network over on YouTube. Uh, we, we are on Twitter at count out pod where you can interact with us, vote in polls, uh, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So go check us out there as well. Um, and I think that about does it. That sounds like all of them. Think YouTube, so. Twitter website, the rest of the shows on the network. Uh, yeah, I think that does it. All right. Zach, you got anything to plug? Nope. <laughs> Didn't think so. All right. Well, that about, <laughs> well, that, that takes us to the end of another episode of Independent Waters. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate, we appreciate you so much. Oh, go rate us five stars on iTunes. That was the thing I was forgetting. Go rate us five stars on iTunes and give us that review. Tell us how we're doing. It definitely uh, we'd helps. Love to, we'd, lo- we'd love to hear it from you. Yeah. And it definitely helps us uh, grow and get, get to more ears. So we'd greatly appreciate that. Um. Well, with all that out of the way, there's only one thing left to say, and that Mm -hmm. is, remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.